The North Fork A Weekend podcast is brought to you by Sherry Winter Parker of Corcoran. Sherry is the North Fork's top real estate agent and top producer from 2005 through 2021. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the North Forker Podcast. I am Grant Farpan. I'm joined this week by Michalina Defont. How's it going, Michalina? Hi, Grant. I'm good. How are you? I am doing great. You know, this is, we may sound a little different here. Forgive us. We are in our new podcasting studio, which we have not finished yet, so there's no soundproofing in here, just a lot of echo. You might occasionally hear a little hammer going on in the background, but we Proof have new offices. work is getting done. <laughs> yeah, new offices. And this is an episode uh, that's really just kind of about change. Uh, I'm saying goodbye. This is around, uh, we've done around 225 of these, and uh, this will be the last one that I'll appear on. I am uh, leaving the company for a new job, but I'm happy to say that Michalina will be on board, uh, continuing to host these as she has occasionally in the past, and uh, we're going to keep the podcast alive after today. Yeah, I really can't believe that it's been... Over 220 of these that we've done together. Yeah. It's kind of wild. I remember the very first time that we recorded together. Actually, you were recording with Chrissy, and yeah, you I think guys there was like, like called 10 people me on in. The first yeah. Episode. yeah I <laughs> like remember. I was walking past the room to like go to the kitchen or something, and you're like, come on in. I'm like, what, what am I getting into right now? Yeah. And it's been fun ever since. Yeah. So if you look up this podcast, it's actually called North Forker Presents On, which might be the worst <laughs> title on Apple Podcasts because we had no idea what we were doing. Who did um, back then? And we then? just refer to it as the North Forker Podcast, but we've never gone through and actually changed that or anything. But But um, the original concept was on something, right? So it would be like North Forker on tacos we did earlier. Yeah, French fries. We just talked about like who had the best tacos. Yeah, the French fries. That was a fun one. Who knew that you could get 20 minutes out of French fries, but we could do it. We figured it out. It was fun. And I know we had Saria on. Yeah. You know, early on, we had a lot of people on. We had Chrissy was, like you said, on the first one, and she was on a lot of the earlier ones. Sonia. Um, Michael V was on a bunch of them. Michael V was on a bunch, yeah. And then, of course, in recent you know months, we've had people like Tara and Victoria and Lee appear on episodes. And you know, those are all people you'll continue to record with as time goes on in this this new studio, which is exciting. I know. Sorry, you won't be obviously, able to do it with us. Obviously, we got to work on the soundproofing. Maybe you know, we'll have you come in and do a guest here. spot or two. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, last week we did, you know, events for the rest of the month. Next week you guys will be doing an episode, I know, on the um, on the magazine for the October issue, which I thought was an awesome issue. I'm yeah, I was super excited about it. Happy too. that that's the last issue that I'm seeing in the finish line because um, mm-hmm. it's a great one and there's so much for people. And you'll talk about it next week. But uh, I think people come out here in October for the corn mazes, for the pumpkin picking. It'll be so much. You know, Victoria's here producing this episode. She's in the room and I just absolutely <laughs> loved her. I mean... You will never need to know this much information about pumpkins and gourds, but she delivered on it. And Should it was, you want to know, it was, it's there. It was pretty damn good. And if you really need to know more and you're just like, you don't have time to read the article, just call Victoria. She's pretty much a pumpkin farmer. She's now. an expert. Yes. Definitely an expert at this point. Yeah, she is. She's on mic, so you can't hear her laughing right now. But <laughs> she is in the room. So, Grant, I actually want to talk to you about some of your favorite things. All right, so that let's go. That's, so, this will be my last episode. It'll be a little transition episode. Be, this is my exit interview oh. as conducted by you. Oh, this is exciting. Um, so, like I said, we've done so much together. It's been so yeah. much fun. What a journey. Um, I'd love to chat with you about maybe some of your favorite standout stories that we've covered or that you've written or been a part of. Yeah. You know, we, now let me just preface this by saying we did not rehearse this at all. So I had no time to think about this. And this is highly unusual for me to be the person who's being <laughs> interviewed and not the person interviewing somebody. I mean, you know, as far as, uh, 
on the podcast, I will say for one, I have a couple favorites and one being, uh, I'll start there because this is our mainly our podcast audience here. Um, we talked about the French fry one. I remember us just <laughs> dying laughing. I remember if I remember correctly, we recorded that one like upstairs in yeah. the other building yep. and we were just like laughing nonstop. That was a great one. I love the one that Michael V hosted where he had Gene Casey in and yeah, Gene played a few fantastic. songs. That's one that I always uh, go back to as one of my favorites. Um, and again, like look through the feed and you can listen to some of these. I mean, it was awesome. Just Gene with like his acoustic guitar and V like, can you play us something? And him playing, it was like, like a tiny desk concert. Ew, that's exactly NPR how it felt. Yeah. Like I edited that, that yeah. one. And I remember like fully yeah. like loving every second of the whole yeah. like re-listening process. It was just an awesome podcast. Yeah. Um, you know, as far as stories and magazines, you know, I think back, like I remember the earliest of the North Forker magazine, the one that I remember for a while at least was like my favorite cover was the one that we did on, um, on, on Bayman on oysters. And I think it was actually yeah. my wife, Vera, who uh, wrote that story and, and did that one. That was like a favorite issue that I loved like early on. And then recently I feel like we've had some really good ones. Like what, what do you think was the best one, magazine issue so far this year? Oh, that's a Let really tricky on one. Here. Yeah. Cause Man. I know there was something like a few months ago. It's so hard. Like it all it's like so blends. hard because I love them all. That's the, that's the yeah. hard thing. Like I feel like at, at the end of every issue, I'm like, Oh, this is a favorite. But then yeah. I think I always say that, um, I feel like our end of summer preview or yeah. end of summer issue felt really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. That it's, whole entire change of season for me is where it's at. Yeah. I love doing that. We did that like in August. So it was like, we're always like, when we're doing the magazine, we're always working like two months ahead of time. Yeah. So it's like, we're writing about summer in spring <laughs> or, and like maybe even starting the process in like late winter yes. you know and it's always so awkward and then you do your best to make sure that like in the magazine it doesn't feel like it was the season before yes so you know but you end up like you know some things you got to kind of fake a little and that was like the first one where we really did like a summer issue kind of like in summer yeah maybe that's why yeah. i liked it so much yeah and it felt so good like when we were out on the water it wasn't like out on the water with a guy like wearing a winter <laughs> coat you know exactly <laughs> it was like well everyone's in shorts and t-shirts this is crazy <laughs> yeah i would love i wish dave was here because we could ask him like on his photo shoot sometimes he has to just be like could you please not wear what you're yeah, wearing take off you five know? layers yeah. in not a creepy way <laughs> <laughs> and make this the summer right um yeah I mean, I just, I have so many that I'm kind of like proud of. I, you know, some of the things that we did over the years that I'm like most proud of are some of the things that we kind of did that weren't necessarily like a hit, but that we like took big swings on. I always like when we yeah. take big swings. I think Me like too. launching the podcast was a big swing. It like, was. We had no idea what we were going to do. And, you know, we get like on this podcast, definitely, you know, several hundred people listen to this every week. And sometimes, you know, more than a thousand people listen to that. And that's like a good number for a small you know, small publication, small community. And, oh my goodness, for uh, sure. And I hear from people all the time um, that say like, and the reason we've kind of shifted and done like more events is because that's the thing Like people tell me all the time. Like I come out, you know, they run into me somewhere and they say, hey, you're Grant from North Fork, right? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, you know, I rely on that podcast mm -hmm. for like my husband and I, we're driving out and we put on your podcast <laughs> on like Thursday night when we're driving out and then we kind of like, okay, we'll do this this weekend and we usually try to like pick some. I've had that conversation like several times. Yeah, I have too. And it's years. such a nice feeling, um, but it does overwhelm me if I think about wow, people are actually listening to this outside yeah. of this room. But it's also so much fun. We have a yeah. great time doing this, I think. Definitely. But like, that's a big swing we took that was a success. For but sure. I think a big swing we took that was, and I wouldn't even say it was a failure, but we didn't continue. It was when we did North Forker TV. Yeah, I agree. And I was really proud of that. Like, Me that too. was just like a very aggressive, like, it was like a 20 minute TV show that we did with like all these little segments. And, um, 
you know, I thought like it, it was ambitious and a lot of work. And uh, I just like wish we maybe would have stuck with that a little longer because I, I thought know. it was like uh, really fun. I think, you know, we just had like some staffing transitions at the time that made it like untenable to continue to do. But yeah, I thought that was fun. I love like, you know, again, like Victoria's in the room, but not Mike. So she can't speak to this. But I think, um, you know, like having Victoria here has been doing videos like has brought us like closer to that. I think, you know, for sure. It feels I nice love, to have like, that again. You know, the Instagram, I'm so proud of what we've done with the Instagram, you know, like, I don't know, what is it, like 30,000 followers or something like that. 40, and, uh, dude, 40, so many. Yeah, Crazy, I know, I'm right? selling us short, you <laughs> right? know, Come on, and, uh, <laughs> and, you know, I love, like, you know, seeing, like, the reels that have been going up lately, and I think, like, there's just, like, a lot more thought going into that. Like, I love the current team that we have, like, I'm so, like... To be leaving now feels really good and natural because I feel like there's so many other people that are here that are like really passionate about it and really going to like carry this. And I'm like, you know, so excited to look at it from the other side, like our readers and our listeners do and Mm -hmm. um, just like be a fan of all you guys, you know. Oh, that makes me feel happy and excited for that. Although we'll miss you, obviously. Yeah. Greatly. But um, yeah. I won't be a total stranger, I guess. You can't be. You have too much too much knowledge that uh, inevitably. Where's a photo? I find that (laughs) exactly. I know. Expect those texts. texts (laughs) I will welcome those texts. Awesome, I love (laughs) it. Um, I know that you are not someone who goes to too too many events, but do you have a favorite that you've been to over the years that you really like love the most? Yeah, I mean, to me, and if. This weekend is the Land and Sea, and I would tell people that if you haven't gotten tickets for the Land and Sea, and they, if they still have tickets available, go to the Land and Sea before the Maritime Festival. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's a great time to go in Greenport this time of year. Yeah. And, um, you know, and the parade is great and all that, all the other events that are going on. But the Land and Sea, I've said this on this podcast a million times. Just give me food and drinks. Like, I don't really need anything else. You know, I don't necessarily need live music. I don't necessarily need, like, you know, to be entertained beyond just, like, Really good food, really good drinks. You're a food and, like, and drinks guy. We yeah, get it. Yeah. All the best places in Greenport will be serving food. You know, you get the uh, like the oysters Friscafella from Frisky Oysters. You see Robbie Beaver there with like the little uh, heat gun or whatever. The little flame the, gun, yeah. Yeah, the flame, like, you know, just like making them on the spot. And I just like love that. Um, I remember um, one year being at that event and, and I know... They don't have it anymore, but I think it's going over to Palmer Vineyards, but they haven't really like done anything mm. with it yet. But the pizza truck from Akari was yeah, there. Yeah, the I was Avalino like, truck was great. I, I think you might have been there with me, and I was like, look to you, at you, or maybe it was like looking at my wife or something, but I was just like, I think this might be the best pizza I've ever had. You know? <laughs> like, Big I just, statement. It, I, is, it was very, very good, I though. I get so amped for that event. But yeah, like I've been here a long time, like even yeah. before North Forker, you mm-hmm. know, because I was like, here when we launched North Forker and, mm-hmm. and for years before that. Like there were so many things that were, you know, again, like big swings that happened. Like remember, and this, I guess was during the North Forker era, but there was like the fold festival that was like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. That was the year I I moved out here. I didn't go to that, but I was the editor working that night who like put that story together and like the the photos. And I was like, I remember I just like had to be on call. (laughs) Just in case. I was like in literally physically in the building, like waiting for people to come back from that. And everybody comes back and they're like, so... Pharrell and Beck and like Keith Urban oh, and all these people just insane. like performed a concert for us in Riverhead. You yeah. Know? That was just like at RGNY. That's the know? coolest thing ever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like wish that could have still continued. Yeah. Um, that's just, it was super cool. Yeah. Even before that, there was one that I was at that was like a music festival that happened at Peconic Bay Winery. And it was like, they had like Richie Havens was there and some other people like, you know, and it was like all these like 60s music legends and mm, stuff. It's really it was, awesome. Like, you know, it's been like a lot of like cool 
cool kind of big things that have happened here. You know, I also just like like some of my best times were like not really events, but just going out like for drinks with people somewhere yeah. or like, you know, like going to um, like... I remember one time, like, we went to the ice carving at Sherwood House, and I think that wasn't really for the job. That was just, like, me and a few friends or whatever. And, like, you're in the Sherwood House Vineyards in the winter, and, like, oh the goodness. fireplace is going. You, like, you feel like you're at, like, a ski lodge. And yeah, it's, like, there's, like, no cozier you know? spot than that. Yeah, like, you know, that's always, like, a fun fun thing to do. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like, um, yeah, it has. And you said, you know, I'm not always at all the events. I feel like that's one of, been one of the toughest things about this job lately is, like, just being a family man now, like, having young yeah. kids, living about a half hour away from the North Fork and being, right. like, you know, like, my Saturdays and Sundays now are, like, <laughs> take my kid to this birthday party, <laughs> take the other kid to scouting and dance and theater classes and all this stuff that it's, like... It's not much room for the North Fork, but I know um, my daughter did say this morning, she said, I know we're going to a wedding this weekend, but next weekend, can we go to the place in Riverhead with the horses? And we're like, the hmm. place in Riverhead with the horses? What is what she, she talking talk? about? Yeah. So we're putting our heads together and she's like, yeah. And then there's like a toy store. And we realized she was talking about the Greenport Carousel, oh, the carousel and Goldsmith's Toys. So, That's the cutest thing ever. So I think in two weeks, we'll be back out on the North Fork. We'll and have I'll to meet in, you for uh, a kid yeah, date. Yeah, I'll be in Greenport for that. And that's like, fun. that's kind of, that's been more of my North Fork experience the yeah. last few years. And like, I've kind of loved that phase of my life, like just seeing the North Fork through like my kids' eyes. I think you're going through the same thing, you know? I am, yeah. I mean, and to that note, like, do you have a favorite, can we ask you your favorite like places now since you're, can sure. you officially say these things? Yeah, I mean, I think I always have, have tried to yeah. give my honest opinion. You so have. what do you want to know? All right, okay. put me on the spot. Right, we'll do like do a it. lightning round with uh, I do. different let's, let's categories. Let's do like a fast chat. Let's favorites. take this back. All right, all right, all right, all right Grant. Go. I want to hear your favorite. And apologies again, not rehearsed. I'm getting this for the first time. I'm going to make a quick answer for podcast sake so you guys don't have to listen to me like um um <laughs> so please don't get offended i don't fill my uh inbox you know with, with hate uh, mail <laughs> yeah or actually just send it to g parpin at times review after friday and then it'll go to me and i won't <laughs> respond to it <laughs> I'm just okay grant let's do it so i want to hear your favorite restaurant for adults let's say an adult date night all right so for like a date night out mm-hmm. i mean favorite i guess has to be north fork table and inn Okay, solid pick. But go to like the one that I probably hit the most. We're talking dining in now, right? Not takeout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no takeout. Allure. We Ooh, do Allure a lot. Okay. I love Allure. Yeah, you guys do. Yeah. So like North Fork Table and Inn is more special occasion. Yeah. And Allure, like not that it's like, you know, inexpensive or anything or like not a nice place. It's right. a nice place, but we tend to go there yeah, more than anything else. Because we like to eat outside. We like yeah. seafood and... We like, you know, if this is like a night out without the kids, like we're going to have a drink and that's yeah. like, you know, the, the place for us. It's a good spot for it. Uh, yeah. What about a family friendly restaurant? So when you're out here with the kids, after you hit that carousel and yeah. Goldsmiths, where are you eating? Yeah. So um, a couple times what we've done that we've really liked, that's not necessarily even a restaurant, but if you go to like Greenport Harbor Brewing, because mm-hmm. they got the food there. Oh, it's ideal. It's loud. There's always music. Yes. Plus you have the option to just go outside. Kids can run around yeah. on the grass. So that's a good one. I mean, like Andy's in Greenport's a good one with the kids, especially if it's like a busy like day where there's like a game going on or something. And they kind of like definitely, you know, care about, you know, they, they've taken care to make it kid friendly. You know, there's mm-hmm. some places that are just like, and we're not going to get negative on here, but there are definitely <laughs> some places that you show up at and they're like, what? You yeah. got your kid? And you we've have had children? these conversations <laughs> with the mic not on. We have. There's one place in particular. <laughs> God bless them. They don't love kids. Uh, but, um, yeah, but I would say um, Greenport Harbor has turned into one. And then, um, you know, another one, if we're like not looking to go 
too far out. Like sometimes in Riverhead, there's some places like, um, you know, just grabbing a slice and sitting by down by the river at, um, at the, the pizza place, uh, the roadhouse yeah. in Riverhead is a, a good spot pick. to just like go with kids. And then you spill over to, um, snowflake. Mm-hmm. Um, that's always like a fun move or even fun shows over there with mm-hmm. the outdoor dining, you know, but my kids, the thing that's tough is, so I have a son who like, all he wants to eat is peanut butter and jelly. So <laughs> it's really face, tough. Yeah. So like a lot of times it's like, just like, feed him a peanut butter jelly like on the ride out <laughs> right. and then go somewhere that we can just go to you know uh, so we don't, don't even that think, doesn't sound consider too the terrible, kids that much honest. just if the kids aren't like a distraction <laughs> right make sure they're, that they're well fed it's yeah. funny that you talked about greenport harbor brew co because we take our family there a lot yeah. um and it's specifically because of the noise level it's so nice and loud yeah, in there that when exactly. the kids are like I mean, yelling and annoying no one yeah. can hear it and it's yeah. perfect and i can't hear it either and that's why i love yeah. it the most so. another one too that our friend andrew there i give him credit for this one because one time i met up with him at the aquarium and then we spilled into Jerry and the Mermaid. Yeah. And Jerry and the Mermaid, you wouldn't think of as like a kid's place, but they get a lot of families because they're right next to the aquarium. Exactly. And so they really know how to like talk to the kids. The staff yeah. there, they're so friendly to the kids. That's a and good spot. The food is sneaky good. It is sneaky and good. last time we went there too, I let my son play quick draw. So now he's like a gambling <laughs> addict. So, that might be uh, illegal, but... Yeah, uh... <laughs> he, he won 20 bucks and he's just like, he wants to eat nowhere but there. Now, oh my goodness. Yeah. Do they have PB&Js or... <laughs> no, he uh, he did. They have chicken fingers. Okay. So he'll do chicken go. fingers. That's his okay. alternative. He'll occasionally do pizza, but pizza is very particular. You I don't know? blame so him. If it's like a fancy pizza, like he just needs a straight up Long Island cheese slice. Just a you slice. Know? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, what about your favorite vineyard? All right, favorite vineyard. So if I'm being honest, the one that I've definitely gone to the most is Palmer, mm-hmm. like because I have like my friends there um, who have worked there over the years. So I've been there and had a lot of fun there and I was a member of their wine club. Um, I was a member of the Roanoke Wine Club for a while. That's a great vineyard. You, It's obviously private. You have to be a member. It's a great spot that... Um, uh, the fact that it is private too keeps it a little like more mellow where some yeah. places can get a little crazy. Yeah. Um, some of my favorite wine that I've drank out here, uh, Palmanac, mm-hmm. I've loved, you know, um, a special place in my heart is Lens is what was poured at my wedding. Um, oh, so that's that. really great. Cool. Yeah. Cause, um, you know, Matt Carr catered my wedding, um, and, uh, and they use uh, lens when they cater, or at least they did, you know, 10 right. years ago. Yeah. I'm sure they still do. And, uh, it was, uh, that was really great. So I've always thought of that, but then there's, you know, like other spots that are just like really cool spots. Like I've always loved, like McCall is so cool. Oh, fantastic. Um, and, yeah. and great wine too yeah. at McCall. Um, so I would put that, I think that kind of hits all the right notes. And again, it's a little more casual. Like yeah. I like casual. And what I like about Palmer too is it's kind of in between, like they can get crowded and now mm-hmm. they have like reservations. So they make it like not too crowded and they can do the events and stuff, but they could be quiet too. Like, it's kind of like an in-between, like it's like the best of both worlds. Yeah, like, I'd agree with that. You don't want to sure. go to a winery and like, there's nobody around. Right. But you also just lively. don't want it to be like how Vineyard 48 was. Oh my goodness. It's like, you know, like, can't I'm take not, your kids there. <laughs> like, you know, drinking the wine slushies and Ooh. like, you know, like having wet t-shirt contests. Or oh, something. you're not? Yeah. Is that your scene, Grant? I, <laughs> that's I not my scene. I yeah. thought it was. Yeah, yeah, that's not my scene. <laughs> I might had it all wrong yeah i look like that kind of guy i'm just not <laughs> you look like a wet t-shirt yeah. dude yeah uh no you're you're certainly definitely not that kind of bro um and i'm thankful for that yes. um so you did say that greenport harbor was your favorite place to or one of them to take your family to to eat 
Uh, do you have a place for beer that you like to go or, or cider? Yeah, I mean, definitely Greenport Harbor. I've always loved the guys at Long Island. They've been so good to us, too. Like, hey, you need to take a photo for something? Like, anytime, just let us know. And for sure. Just Super like, easy to work like, with. Like, yeah, you guys are looking to go out as, like, a staff or whatever. Come yeah. hang out, you know. And they're they're so fun and easy to work with. So I love Long Island uh, for that reason. Uh, there's, you know, a couple that I haven't even tried because there's been some new breweries in the mm-hmm. last couple of years. I did go to Peconic River Brewing. I think that's an amazing location. Peconic County, think, yeah, it's a super uh, Peconic cool County, spot. I'm sorry, right on the Peconic River. And, uh, you know, they get, you got it. My tip for that is like get there early enough where you can kind of get Snag one of those, like, those really nice tables <laughs> yes, out there definitely. with like the comfy chairs yeah. and stuff. Um, but that's really good. And, you know, like they have some light food and I just, to me, like downtown Riverhead, there's so much potential there. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I know there's a lot of people who'd be negative about the redevelopment process down there, but I just, I see it as like, man, if I were 15, 20 years younger, I would love to be a part of like living down here. I really agree with that. If I hadn't started a family, you know, it's a little harder, but like, you know, some of that like affordable housing down there and stuff, I think is going to be like great opportunities for like young people to be down there. And, you know, you can raise a family down there too. Don't get me wrong, but, uh, just, you know, I'm established where I am now. (laughs) So I just think about that. Like I would love to, uh, be down there because I really think, I think they'll figure the restaurant thing out. They've had Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff like kind of come and go, but they have some stuff that's like solid there that's been there a while and i think like if you kind of stack up like the dining in each town like there's probably actually more really good places that I would recommend in Riverhead than almost anywhere else. Wow, that's a big Fork. statement. There's a lot. Like, yeah, there really like, is. I would recommend a lot of it's very too. casual, but like, yeah, like yeah. Farm Country, I'd put up against like anything. It's great, yeah. Um, no, Turquoise you know, you is like, a huge spot, huge spot for you guys. Turquoise too. is huge, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, and I probably should have mentioned them too there, but I think that we get them more as like takeout. Yeah, home, it's a so. smart move for you. Yeah, and um, but then also like I love Maple Tree, um, mm-hmm. and you know I think the. I know a lot of people are arguing with me about this, but I think Snowflake is right on par with Magic Fountain. They're both amazing. I love them <laughs> both. Um, I think it's really just comes down to where you live closest I is think what so you're going to pick. And most of our readers, like Magic Fountain always wins like our best of contest because like more people spend time in Mattituck than right. in Riverhead. Yeah. You know? But I think uh, it's really, um, you know, that's a great ice cream spot. And, uh, you know, there's also uh, like Insatiable Eats is down there mm-hmm. now. And like, you know, I like, uh, I like Diggers too. I know we're going to Diggers. Yeah, uh, there was some, some talk about maybe going and having a, having a drink and some apps at Diggers, which yeah. is where we've sent a lot of people off over the years. It's such a great like neighborhood bar. Like I love Riverhead. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and so I was going to ask you what your favorite downtown was. It sounds like it might be Riverhead. Uh, yeah, well, it's Greenport. Okay, I mean, like, okay. let's not, let's not <laughs> let's be real far. here. I'm All right, so it's definitely Greenport, you know, I mean, and Greenport probably still maybe has like the most good places to eat if you stack <laughs> it up against each other. But, you know, I do think Riverhead's like sneaky competing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Greenport has so much like just pound for pound, like this tiny little down, oh not goodness. tiny, but it's a small, small enough. Yeah, yeah. Have that many and it has, um, has a lot, you know. I mean, I think like Love Lane, if you want to count that, and like Pike Street is downtown. I mean, that's just like the cutest. Like, yeah. You know, I, I mean, love it's called it. Love Lane. How could you? I mean, it's, how it's can awesome. it compete? And um, and then I'm always a, a fighter for Wading River too. Like, yeah, I love what they've done with Wading River over the years. Like when I, I remember we did a story that was on the cover of the News Review when I was executive editor here. That was like. Um, 
something about how there was literally no business left in downtown Waiting River. They had all closed. And wow. now, now, like, if you go down there, you know, you have, like, That's the... a cute little tiny happening know, there's spot. like, Mesquite, which just, just changed mm-hmm. hands. And, um, you know, it's a little different, but I've always been a fighter for uh, Mesquite. You got, like, Brecky down there. Um, and, um, you know, and then also if you want to include in downtown Raider River, the area up by the sound, then you right. got La Plage, which I know a lot of people, you know, I know Michael Manning's going to comment on Facebook about how Waiting River is in the North Fork. Oh, but well, it's not, <laughs> we think it is. it's not geographically, but my point is if you're in Aquabog and you want to have a great meal, like you're going to drive to La Plage and that's going to beat like anything you could drive with too within it's like It's also pretty minutes. equal distance from... Aquabog to Wind River as it is from Aquabog to Yeah, and that beach too, you go there, like it's more of like where you wouldn't really go with the kids, but then like, you know, if you're with the kids, there's like a great playground right there, the town beach there, like after hours, even if you're not a resident, you can go there, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, and then you can watch, (laughs) and that's one of those spots on the North Fork where you can watch the sun set into the water, that's my number one sunset spot, and it's also a great place to go on 4th of July and see free fireworks everywhere, because you could see even fireworks shows in Connecticut, you could see fireworks shows in Miller Place from there, this is like solid gold right here yeah it's a great fourth of july place and you know and then there's like people just like on the beach lighting off fireworks and it's great great time we do that every year oh it looks like i have plans for next year there you go well grant listen this is always fun all right yeah i can tell victoria's sitting there watching right now like they're going way too long this is gonna take me five days to edit (laughs) no no it's all good um thank you it's been the best ever working with you yeah it's been great and thank you to the listeners all the ones who have come up to me and said stuff over the years it's really meant a lot like there's times you know we very rarely i think we missed a week not that long ago but it's actually very rare like we've pretty much done it every week for the last few years and some weeks we've done two episodes and um you know i feel like uh it's been just like a lot of fun doing this and also just like meeting people on the north fork and i feel like when i first came to this company and i was on the news side this before we had north forker and uh you know, it's like a little bit of a tough nut to crack. Like, it's not necessarily like everybody's like, oh, welcome to the North Fork Outsider, you know? <laughs> no, not But at all. I do feel like um, even some people who worried that like North Forker was going to just kind of like, you know, over promote like all the good stuff that's out here and kind of make it like tougher for people. I think like we've struck a good balance and like earned people's respect. And I feel like over the years, like some of the outsider kind of complaints that I got early on, like on the news side or on North Forker, mm-hmm. like I feel like they, a lot of that is kind of like gone away. And it's yeah. just like we feel like part of the fabric of the community. I think I like yes. to think that. Yeah, and I think that's going to continue for you guys. And, uh, I'm really excited about that. And I know there's, you know, more things coming up, an expansion of the brand, which will be announced soon, I guess. So that's uh, pretty exciting for uh, all the people that are going to be involved in that. And I know we just had like North Forker events that people really, really loved. So uh, I think it's just going to be even more North Forker uh, in the years to come. And, you know, just like even more ways for people to engage with the brand and uh, just great opportunities for everybody. And uh, I just want to say thank you for letting me be a part of this community for as long as I have been. Oh, great. I'll be missed for sure. Uh, Thank you, as always. All right. Thank you.